you know, growing up now, I'm like, I get it. There are certain things that, that I did not understand as a child, but now growing up and having gone through this journey, it's like, hmm, you just have to honor the emotions. Mm. In that present moment, Oof. whatever it is that you're feeling, honor it. Oof. I think I just had taken the decision that I want to be okay. I don't like feeling the way that I'm feeling. We are back here again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Switch On with myself, Carl Clark, a show curated to be the most beautiful love letter to our generation. It's the guidance you never knew you needed from the people you wanted to hear it from the most. Do me a favor, leave a review, share the moments that inspire you. I want to engage with you, and I want you to specifically look at this episode and tell me which part of this episode really blew you away. On today's show, we're sitting with South African powerhouse actor, singer, and mental health activist, Novelo. Makanya, we unpack the importance of mental health and why taking yourself seriously is a game changer. It's incredible to have her on the show and I'm so honored that she's sitting right opposite <laughs> me. It's time to switch on. Mvelo, numvelo. Hello, my darling. Welcome to the show. Hello, Kyle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited me. to have you. Finally, right? Because this has been... It's, it's been it's in been the works. It's been a drag. It's, it's been, been in the works. Yeah, it's been a drag. It's been like, <laughs> I was meant to sit here probably two weeks ago, guys. You know, but we're finally here. Thank listen, you so much Listen, Kitty Pass, it's festive. Hey, that's all <laughs> yeah, we need no, to know. Yeah. It's festive season. And we're working. Season. Work is very hectic. Like this COVID thing. It's yeah, not no, it, eh? It's not the one. It's not it. I have to tell you, I didn't want to tell you as soon as you walked in the studio. I've been following you for a very, very long mm -hmm. time. And your journey has been so incredible to watch how you have cultivated your life into what it is yeah. today. Tell me about the last five years. What has it felt True, like The for last you? five years. Uh, it's been an incredible ooh, game changer Because you seem so different now. I, I've, yeah, I, I, I get that a lot. Especially yeah. when people meet me in person. It's always like, oh, you're so different. So I'm like, yeah, guys. I've I'm grown. an actress. Yeah. Also, like I, I act as other people for a living. Yeah, so. <laughs> like, I, I, so I'm not difficult for me to be myself. Twenty four seven. Yeah, it's not necessarily myself, but I think the past five years for me have been an an incredible game changer. Uh, in terms of like personally, I've been learning myself, like the things that I like, the things that I don't like. Mm -hmm. uh, just yeah, just myself as a person um, at work, um, how professional I can get. Like there's just a lot of things. It's just been a lot of growth that is that has taken place. Yeah. Number one lesson mm. in the past two years. Number one lesson in the past two years. Always look out for yourself. Wow. Yeah. And why has that lesson been something that's so prominent to you? Mm. Is it because you've experienced a lot of people that actually don't have your back? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, and also like, there'll just never be anyone that will look out for you like you. It's so true. Yeah. It's so, so, so true. Always look out for yourself. Uh, yeah, you're the most important thing. That's incredible. And is that your mantra that you wake up with every single no. day? Like, no. <laughs> so what is the mantra? Give us the, the mantra. The mantra I've always lived by has always been um, happiness is a choice. So that's what I wake up with every day. Like literally every day I choose to just be happy. That is so true. And you know, I speak to a lot of people and they always try to sort of figure out for me, like, how do you stay so positive? How are mm. you always so optimistic? And I'm just like, if you actually realize that your day is a choice every single day and you every can flip it. Every single day is a choice. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's up to you. Like I could literally just like mess up your day by either not showing up or just doing something that will not that you will not like and yeah. it, you might get touched but it's really up to you to decide that mm -mm, i'm not gonna let that disturb me so 
and keep it moving. That's incredible. Yeah. I live by that mantra also. Happiness is 100% a, a choice. choice. Mm. And uh, it has been something that has actually catapulted most of my days. But yeah. I find it very difficult. Like for me, as soon as I'm in a bad mood and I try to switch it, it's always that transition yeah. from like sadness or let's say depression or anxiety, anxiety to happiness is so difficult. So how do you switch it? Oh, it's, 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 it's. How do you switch on, Velo? Like, tell us, <laughs> how do you switch on? <laughs> There's no switching on, Kyle. Like, I think for me, I've one thing I've learned in my mental uh, mental illness journey is the fact that um, you just have to honor the emotions mm. in that present moment, Oof. whatever it is that you're feeling, honor it. Oof. Feel your feelings and do it anyway. Like, just feel, feel mm. the feelings. Mm. Feel that's your feelings really, and do it anyway. Like, that's the most important yeah, that's part. That's the most important thing. Yeah, I think that's what it is for me. Okay, so you speak a lot about mental illness and mental health, and uh, I want to know, like, what is why has mental health become so important to you? Uh, You've been very vulnerable <laughs> about your journey, and I have to commend yeah, you for that. Thank like, you. Uh, why has it been so important for um, you? So, for those of you guys that did not know, um, in 2016, I was diagnosed with depression, bipolar, and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, even then like you know deciding that oh i'm gonna go see a psychologist i just wasn't okay and i think i just had taken the decision that i want to be okay i don't like feeling the way that i'm feeling and i want to try understand where all these emotions are coming from and where they stem from right? yeah where they stem from and then you know decided to see a psychologist and who then referred um i think i saw him for like a few weeks and then he just decided that you know what let's actually book into a psychiatric hospital so then i was booked into a psychiatric hospital really um yeah is this public news yeah this is public news oh wow i've been okay incredible yeah this is something i've yeah i've, I've never hidden this from anyone i think just because speaking about our mental health is very important because it helps the next person so yeah True. i got um i got i got into hospital for about i think 21 days yeah, it was about three weeks. Yeah, it was three weeks. I was there. Um, there's a lot that I learned. So I think in all of that, when I came out, I I just felt that it was important for us to keep relaying the message and keep teaching people about mental health. So mm-hmm. honestly, that's why it's so dear to my heart, just because it's when we don't, we're not having enough conversations about it. It's so true. I've said yeah. this in a couple of episodes before, actually, that you know our our ancestors and our generations yeah. before didn't have. A podcast to turn yeah. to or didn't have a Carl clock or yeah. a novello to find out oh, inspiration yeah. or information That's as true. to where they could get help you know yeah. these conversations were never had mm. you know why have these conversations been so important have you well why have they been so important to you number one and have you seen the impact personally within your fans like have you seen you being so vulnerable with your story help as much yeah, be- yeah. possible i get a number of dms every single day that wow. uh people either want to just vent out and tell me what's going on or mm-hmm. just how much I've changed their lives uh, in just speaking. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like once I've done that, my job is done. Mm-hmm. Once I've touched you, yeah, I've done what I needed to do. Once I've taught you something in regards to mental health, that's I've I've my done job the, is done. Yeah, I can't my, go my, further than yeah, that. I can't yes. go any further than that. But there has been a number of uh, supporters, like a lot of my supporters that have come to me and said, Yo, Velo, you have helped us a lot. And I guess that's why as well, it's so dear to my heart. Like mm. it's for me, I, I really believe that my purpose is to teach, especially the young ones. It's to really just teach. And for me, once I feel I've done that, I've done all that I can. Well, how do you manage everyone? I mean, because like 500k followers here, we're talking about <laughs> almost on 500k. I, almost on 500k. <laughs> like we're rooting, we're waiting for that 500k shoot. How do you manage all of your fans' problems? Because I'm sure they find you a safe space. 
Um, sometimes I will always refer them to like psychiatrists, psychologists. There's always that, you know. Um, but are you very responsive on social yeah, media to people? I am. Okay. Um, I am. Some might feel that I'm not, that but you're guys, not. I really can. I <laughs> like I can. I receive a number of DMs on a daily, but yeah. you know, some might feel that I'm not responsive, but I actually am very, um, very so- responsive. And I guess, uh, being responsive also just helps the other person feel like, oh, okay, so I'm not the only person that's feeling this way. So it's okay for me to feel this way, you know? Yeah. That's amazing, dude. Mm. How has your mental health journey negatively affected you in the past? Sure. You're self-sabotaging a lot. You don't trust yourself a lot. I mean, being open, let's talk about being open and having that many fan base and being vulnerable sure. and fragile to a lot sure. of people. Has it ever had a negative impact by you being so vulnerable? Um, I think the one time where it had a negative impact, I, I wouldn't say it was, I think for me, I was just triggered at that time yeah. uh, where I got bullied on social media. I think everyone knows about my story. That yes, happened. I know about was, that one. I think 2018, mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so that had taken place. And I think um, that really triggered me because I was bullied a lot in high school. Okay. So when this guy started bullying, so it triggered those emotions and, you know, I just, yeah i did it was just like an outburst on social media uh it wasn't a very nice thing but people people still there and even in that moment were like shoo we really appreciate you for speaking out because people on social media are bullies Mm. and people think they can just be keyboard warriors and just say whatever and think that it's not going to affect the next person yeah it's very it's it's very important for us to be very mindful and just be kind and some people find that so difficult. And I don't know why, because it really takes nothing from you. It Being doesn't kind take anything. takes nothing from anyone. What do you have to? What do you have to say to people that are keyboard warriors? Just be kind. Mm, okay. And also, like, I think the problem is with you. I think it's very important for that keyboard warrior to do some self introspection. True. Because hurt people hurt people, right? Exactly. I was about to say exactly that. Because <laughs> hurt people hurt people. I was people. about to say exactly that. Yeah, okay. it's 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 exactly that. The way bullies are have things that ha- they they have not personally dealt with mm. and now they are basically projecting it onto you let's go back into your childhood because yeah. i believe mental health always stems from childhood triggers i mean if you take it a little bit further back have you discovered in the past couple of years that it was it was never your present existence but it was what happened to you previously that now made your existence the what it is today do you think so and, and what also, are those, those triggers that you could potentially talk about that could help have, the next I, person i don't know i also just think also it's genetic i think really yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please uh, dive they, in they might not agree with me but i definitely do think that um some of my mental illnesses are are, are genetic like you know with my bipolar i do think that it stems from a certain part a certain side um of my family it's mm-hmm. just obviously i don't think anyone would agree with me also because why we're uninformed all these things are not things that are very taboo to speak about in our in, in the black community so it would be no what no it's just a white disease it's just a white that and it's just like it's actually it's actually real life so mm-hmm. i do think that it's also it, it is it is genetic I, I do believe that it comes from the one part of yeah my family 
I completely agree. Mm. And a lot of people will disagree with you, but I completely mm. agree. 100% believe yeah. that mental also illness. Also just cuz when I when I when I analyze behavior, I'm just like, oh. 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 Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> you know? Are you very observant? I'm very observant. I'm very observant. <laughs> I'm like I can I can know as soon as someone walks in the room first 5 minutes I was like this is going to be a cool yeah. person yeah. or it's not, I can you know? just tell already when you're walking like, yeah. oh. 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 <laughs> That's what <laughs> it's we're you. With. <laughs> That's so crazy. I really do believe that mental illness is passed down genetically because I mean, you find yourself uh, you know, a lot of people, by the time you get to age 30, 35, mm -hmm. somewhere around there, you find yourself mirroring actions that your parents did and you don't understand exactly why, why, you know, yep. you don't understand why. However, the choice is in your hands to be able to change that and to change for generations mm. to come, you mm. know. Are there certain aspects besides you being bipolar in your life that triggered you a lot through the past couple of years let's say the past two years that you were like this is a childhood trigger this comes from here this comes from it do you ask yourself a lot of questions like i do i do i think also just always wanting to impress people i think that's also why um, i think it's, it's i think it's a childhood thing where as the firstborn child um the attention is never on you <laughs> never babe. never on never you. so i think little things like that where you're just like oh it might just it might be that that I don't deal with. Oh, my dad treating me this way. Oh, um, I, you know, growing up now, I'm like, I get it. I get, I get, I, there are certain things that, that I did not understand as a child, but now growing up and having gone through this journey, it's like, hmm, I understand why my dad um, handled things this way or why my mom mm. handled things this way. It's a childhood trauma for them, mm. but now I need to then break that generational curse because yes. I can't allow it. So true. You know, so, um, yeah. Yeah. I look back at my mom also. I mean, you've met my mom. I mm. look back at my mom. There's many times that, you know, I see the way that she deals with things. And then I always think to myself, like, now I actually know why she why dealt with it with the way that she did. But when we were younger, we blamed them for yeah. everything. Yeah. It was always like That's our mom's true. fault or our dad's fault or someone in the family. But when we didn't realize that they didn't have any of these amazing platforms of that course. I think you guys have, that has the opportunity to mm. look for growth. And, you know, from an emotional level, a physical level, a mental level, yeah. a lot of people don't really understand that that's about true. mental health you know mm. so besides that that's the only triggers that you could technically think of right now on the top of my head yeah yes yes have you read that book what happens to you by oprah or have you heard about it no I've heard, of, I've, heard, I've heard of the book yes but i haven't read it it's absolutely incredible it really talks about Should childhood I triggers <laughs> i mean you can <laughs> if you want to as long as you're buying it for everyone that's listening at the same time please <laughs> that's amazing man i'm so proud of you your journey has Thank been you, really Thank really you. incredible what do you hope to achieve by your organization um really like i said it's really just to teach i'm hoping to just make a difference in in it, my passion is is more the youth than it is anything else but mm. you know if we can reach more people than what i want to reach uh that's incredible but it's really just to teach i really just want to teach um that's it is there any other ways that you can see yourself teaching in future yeah like there's a there's a lot of things like um yeah b b b b a lot of things i'm planning even like you know going around schools teaching wow, teaching kids going around communities wow. teaching um they are also there's there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that we're dealing with that you know no one wants to speak about so i think it, it is it is very important for us to as much as i'm teaching the youth but to also teach their parents mm -hmm. because if the parent is not supportive, um, then because, you know, when you're dealing with mental health, it's very important for you to have a very, very um, strong support structure. True. Without a support structure, everything else fails, mm -hmm. you know. So um, 
really for me it's just to teach and teach and teach and teach until everyone just gets it and gets that this is this is a real life thing it you know really is. i always look at how you get to a mall there's always like oh disabled parking for people that are physically disabled yeah why can't i park there because i'm mentally disabled oh why can't we treat our disabilities the same way people would treat people with physical disabilities? So true. You know? It's almost like if you have a heart problem, you go to a heart surgeon or to a heart doctor, you know? Exactly. So if you have a mental problem, you should go to a psychologist. Exactly. And How it shouldn't be such a taboo thing or like, a, oh, no, she's Oh, I'm crazy. going to go see a therapist. Oh, she's she's crazy. going to go see a therapist. Yeah. Oh, like, no, guys, let's just, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. let's all just like calm yeah. down and just, yeah, for me, really, it's just to teach Kyle, honestly. And it's so crazy because back in the day, that's what they used to, the stigma was if you saw a psychologist, you're automatically labeled as someone that had problems was crazy or didn't know how to actually direct the course of their life yeah. you know did yeah. you have that a lot um especially checking yourself into yeah i think my, my, my <laughs> i remember my mom didn't want to tell my family like really my family it was just it was just my immediate family that knew that i was in hospital and it was always something that she wanted to hide but for me it was like bro you need to understand where I am, um, where my ancestors have positioned me and where God and the universe has positioned me. Mm. This is bigger than my purpose. Oh. I'm here to teach. Mm -hmm. So I need to be as vulnerable as possible. As so I need possible. to talk about it. You know, I need to talk about, I need to talk about these things. It's, it's very important for us to, to do so. And I remember how she'd be just very weird about it. Like, Oh no, why are you going around talking to newspapers about your mental health? And it's like to teach, like it's to teach. If I'm not going to start it, who is going to, then who's going, who's to? going to make it an open conversation? Yeah. How many more suicides do we have to exactly. go through? You know, exactly. how many more people have to scream in silence? Exactly. It's so insane. You talk about teaching. Um, I'm about to ask you a very deep question. Are you <laughs> Ooh. ready? Ooh. I'm about to ask you a very, very deep question. How do you teach people how to treat you? True. <laughs> I mean, because you're so vulnerable. You're very vulnerable how out there. So obviously people, people have to, to tread lightly and they need to know your triggers, especially your family. Um, so how do you teach people how to treat you? I treat them how I'd want to be treated. <laughs> but that's not always reciprocated, right? Which know. makes me so mad because sometimes I'm like the I'm, kindest person in the world and I expect that back and I never get it back. So I'm very fortunate to really just always attract like really good people in my okay. life. I don't want to lie. I you know, I have I have the most amazing family and friends. I don't want to lie. Like I've got a really great support structure and I just feel like it's it's never it's it's I don't even have to I don't I don't even feel like I have to teach them how to treat me because they already know they already know okay and, and and i don't know what it is i don't know if maybe it resists the universe like oh, i'm gonna give you people people that you need you know but mm. i yeah I, I don't know i don't know i for me i think it's always just i just treat people with kindness and just hope that i'll i'll i'll, I'll get that back and when return. you don't how do you handle that i just distance myself really yeah are you quick to cut people off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I snipped them and, in five and, seconds. And, and that has been like a recent thing. I think from like last year, I think when this pandemic hit, uh, yeah. there was just a whole lot of things where you're just like, mm, I need to, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of self-introspection that needs to take place. There's certain people that I need to cut out of my life. And, a lot of narcissism yeah, and, that was around, right? Yeah. And and I think from last year, I've learned to just not feel bad for cutting people out. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of the time when I cut people out, it's it's never really just the situation. It's just the principle. Yeah. And if you don't get that, then 
then there's no yeah. place for you and in my life. And if you're also not willing to do self-introspection yourself, to come back. thank you. And then come back and say, "Shoo, dude, <sighs> I see what I might have done wrong here." Mm. Um and it might be this, it might not. I don't know what it is that I might have done to you and mm. I'm so sorry for mm. that. I think I can do it for you. But that also goes back in the day because these type type of issues were never spoken about. And yeah. it wasn't, you know, I wasn't, if I did you dirty or did you wrong, I was never able back in the day to come to you yeah. and be like, you know, it, and be like, I actually I fucked up. Mm. And this is where I'm at right now. And I'm sorry I treated you in this specific way. There's no, there's no accountability around anyone these days. There's mm-hmm. no sense thing of responsibility because people feel like it's mm-hmm. shameful, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like you are a terrible person by taking accountability, but what people don't realize that. that it actually makes them the biggest winner. Exactly. Like I prefer people around me that there's take accountability. There's nothing great than being the bigger person. Oh, it's like there's nothing better. And there's been many times in my life where people have crossed me and a couple months later, you know, I'll, it, it might take me a long time to get oh, over it, but, but I always go back and be the bigger person. Of course, that's our hearts. That's just your heart. And I, I don't think that should ever change who you are. Um, that's just who you are. And to learn to accept it, like you'll get to a point where you're just like, well, you'll see someone for who they are. And you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, this I don't want to deal with. Yeah. And you just cut them out in the end. I had, I had a friend where for years, like since high school, where sometimes we'd fight and then we're not speaking to each other and we were in boarding school together and we'd live right next door to each other. But we weren't <laughs> You're speaking like, oh, this is tricky, babe. We were speaking for months and then it would happen like constantly, like every year, like we'll fight, we're not speaking for like six months or nine months or and even after high school, we'd fight. Uh, this one time we fought and... um uh yeah it was something so stupid actually but she was wrong like she was very wrong like in that moment and i was just like so i drove off because i was upset but we're at a funeral so i drove off (laughs) but i was just driving off just to catch some breath (laughs) because i was gonna smack someone yeah um so i drove off and then when i came back she was mad she was telling everyone that i left her i'm like bro i just went to go calm down but after then she wasn't speaking to me for like i think she didn't speak to me for like a month or two Yo, even after i got home and i apologized and i explained where i was coming from with everything the fact that i could still take accountability even though i was not wrong mm-hmm. i was still able to do that but it was just a constant thing where i was like you know after a while i was like i don't think this is the type of friend i want to keep yeah. in my life i think i literally only cut off like last year yeah wow. it was just like this is not what i want to deal with especially with people that can't take accountability and when you're upset at someone you don't you don't you don't just choose to not speak to them for months that's manipulative yeah first and foremost like that's extremely manipulative so this is the energy that i don't want to deal with so i don't deal with it and it's only taken you like let's say about a year and a half to finally cut people like how did you survive with so many i'm people surviving i'm here you're surviving now <laughs> i'm yeah you're surviving now but before that how did you survive with having all those people in your life and you couldn't cut them off I don't know. I don't know. Kind of, we're I, getting deep I, today. I, I, really, I really don't know how we did that. I really, I, I don't know how. I, I really, I don't you know. You actually look disgusted. You're like, I don't yeah, know how I, know I how, went through that. I don't know how I dealt with people treating me like that. I realized, guys, cut people off that treat you like shit. Thank you. Like, cut them off. And walk like, away clean slate. Walk away clean no slate. Feelings. Yeah. Like I said, like, if someone is not willing to take accountability, um, there's another childhood friend that I had cut out. We had been friends for like 22 years. I cut her out. Wow. And yeah, she ran to my mom. My mom was like, <laughs> What do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm like, Bro, why is she telling you the fact that she couldn't even come to me and take accountability? <laughs> and she's literally just down the road. So I don't know why she's coming to you and what she's expecting you to do. 
her telling you it's not going to fix anything because yeah. still you have not taken accountability yeah. you're just like oh it might have been this it might have been that but you're not coming to me and you're not coming to me and talking to me so i can't help you so you know whatever like whatever yeah you know responsibility <laughs> and accountability actually plays in so many different categories mm. of our life mm. and that can come in mental health that can come in relationships between two people um that can come in any different aspect a physical aspect you have to take accountability for so many for so many different things mm. of your life that you have power That's of true. You know, how have you taken your power back besides taking accountability? But like, what is the one thing that, you know, like, okay, last year I took my power back. I was all me. I didn't allow people to, you know, disgruntle my road. How did you take power back? Um, sure. A lot of things happened to me last year. Hey? <laughs> really? So, uh, yeah. A lot of things have happened. Like I've lost, I lost a whole lot of, like a lot of friends last mm -hmm. year. Um, I was in a relationship for a good four years. We broke up. Oh, wow. uh, so I was, I was dealing with a lot of things. But I think more than anything, that period by myself just taught me that, whew, guys, it's so important to just be your own individual and just choosing not to deal with things that you don't want to deal with. Mm -hmm. That's really how Without I've Without feeling guilty, right? Yeah, that's really how I've, I've taken my power back. Did guilt used to... Yeah, it used to be a thing that, oh, uh, I've been friends with this person for so long, so we need to remain so I have friends. To. So we have to yeah. be friends. And because our moms are also yeah, friends. Yeah, because now. our moms are also friends. <laughs> and, you know, but for me, it's just like, I don't, I don't, even with family, it's not just with friends. I do not deal with anything I do not want to deal with. That's amazing. Like, I'm so sorry. If you're affecting my mental health, oh no, do spike. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. It's really not happening. I refuse. I refuse for anyone to just mess with my mental health. I'm like, it, it like days are different. You know, I have really good days and I have really bad days. And on, on really good days, I'd really just like to just, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, embrace them. Yeah. Yeah. And stay in that space. Yeah. And just staying in that space if I can, mm. you know? So yeah, I don't, I don't deal with things that I don't want to deal with. That's amazing. Mm. A lot of people actually Especially don't. negative things. Like yes. if you're going to come into my space and be negative. Then no. Bro, get out. Like I'm not that's like, with you. That's like the first 10 minutes for me. As soon as I get into a conversation with someone that's brand new to me and there are negative things coming out of their mouth, I'm just like, mm -mm. I'm no, thank you. And it could be about your own personal yeah, life. But the really fact that you're dealing with your life in that way, I'm like, no, that is I not. I can't do that. Yeah. I'd no. rather have no friends and be alone yeah. completely than have people that are there to suck energy exactly. out of me. Yeah. A lot of people have drained a lot of energy out of you in the past year. Hey, and you seem 10 times more powerful than mm -hmm. you've ever seemed before because I've been watching you for the longest mm. time. And I mean, you know, it's it's crazy to watch your journey from where you were to what happened to you yeah, last year yeah. to where you are now. now yeah you know the transition has been insane for you mm. i'm sure such a freaking emotional course, roller coaster, roller coaster. <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> what a but roller coaster with, that was not a confidence booster that's the thing with, <laughs> with, with with healing i realize you know healing is because like you're a wounded healer yeah yeah mm -hmm. like you know healing is it's an everyday thing you're literally healing every single day you're dealing with whatever life is throwing at you and you're learning you're healing you're learning you're healing you're learning you're healing, you're healing. yeah and it makes you stronger i think just being self-aware of everything around you is very important and not a lot of people are self-aware here mm. and not of them they're not as self-aware of themselves or actually what comes out of their mouth and how it makes the next person mm. feel you know mm. especially if you're in like a negative space, space yeah. consistently you actually don't realize how you affect the people the in the people, room yeah. at the same time and do you find i mean i find it personally a people that are openly negative that want to blurt their problems out and throw it out onto the floor in like let's say a studio setting and, and yeah. project and it affects the next person next to it i'm always like how selfish are you yeah. actually yeah you know when i'm in a very negative space i would rather just not 
yeah. be around people. If I can't do it, I won't. Eh? I would rather just be at home by yeah. myself and just sulk and be negative on my own and Thank then uh, suck it up and get over it after that. That's insane. Because at the end of the day, you got to keep it moving. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In 365 days from now, what is life like for you? Uh, in the next 365 days, let's see. That's a year from now. Um, I would probably have uh, uh, probably probably. Oh these braces <laughs> probably would have been <laughs> no it will happen actually uh, i want to get into radio so um if tibo touch is listening to this can i please have a job i mean <laughs> i have his numbers so i'm just gonna send him a whatsapp <laughs> no, I right touch. now no, I know <laughs> i'm personally. like i'm like hey when I I please, can you give us both jobs actually uh, at the same time <laughs> so i definitely will be working for tibo touch uh i don't know how i don't know when uh, I dig but Thibaut. it's, it's he's definitely amazing. going to happen okay. uh he's an amazing man uh amazing ball of energy he he's, really is he's oh he's incredible touch's mind is Oh, Unreal. it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Uh, so that's definitely um, <laughs> just putting this out to the universe. <laughs> Speak it out into uh, the universe, yeah. dude. So I will be working for Tiwa Touch um, a year from now. Amazing. Um, I will be doing more Netflix films. There was one that came out this year. Exciting, yes, exciting stuff. Yes. Uh, so I might just get two more next year, two more leads, you know, just to you know? shake it up a bit. <laughs> um, I see myself doing an international movie. Uh, I'd, I'd, I also see myself getting an international agent. Um, I feel like, I kind of feel like, <laughs> I kind of feel Speak like I've kind of You've hit met the your wall. quota in I've, South Africa. I've, yeah, I've, I've hit the wall in South Africa. And yes, I, I, I have not done a lot of work. But the work that I've done, I feel speaks like volumes. it speaks volumes. And, you know, it's been nine and a half years in Scandal. Um, there's been a whole yeah. lot of other Lindy things. Yeah. been there. Hey? She's been around. <laughs> She's so there's been, been there. a whole lot of other things that I've done, a whole lot of other work that I've done. And I feel like it's been enough. And I feel like, yeah, the internationals are calling me. It needs to come. Yeah, it's coming. So, oh, and I'm getting into music. It's happening, guys. You are? I, know, I know I've been saying this for a really you long are? time. Yes, it's something I really, I just want to feed my soul. Amazing. Yeah, I really just want to feel That's feed incredible. my soul. And I think it's time. I really think it's time. You know, I've been working a little on it this year, but I really feel like hopefully I can give you guys a single next year. So. Or maybe an EP, a young EP, yeah, you know? Yeah, like three, four songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 34 songs? <laughs> three, four. Like, oh, yeah, I thought three, you said 34 no, 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 songs. Three, I was four. like, no, hey. No, 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 no. We no. are very optimistic no, no, in the no, studio. Not like <laughs> but yeah optimistic. maybe like three four songs but yeah um yeah and i just see myself just growing yeah just growing in my arts and in my craft uh more theater work uh i'd like to go back to school for you guys that know genuine i just literally enrolled and i'm 31 and, like, uh, like, and i don't feel any regrets and yeah, i'm studying psychology really, and i'm so excited oh like i did i didn't finish my psychology course but i feel like i should probably go back i just don't like it's it yeah i like practical stuff so it's just Do like, you? is the theory stuff is the a little bit tricky gets, yeah it's a bit tricky so even uh, what i want to go to, i want to go to culinary but it's expensive but if anyone is willing to donate some cash you know i mean come I, on. I won't say no <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna say no i'm at not gonna all. say no and i promise you i'm gonna pass with flying colors like, yeah I'm a, guys i'm uh, a really great cook so yeah fundi fund can come know. through now hey you know. fundi goes a long way <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's something i really want to do and hopefully i can do all of what i've mentioned in a year from now also I just want to put this out to the universe as well. I want to work for Chedza Pictures and Ferguson Films. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's been the two biggest I people love I want to work with. So yeah, that's what's going to happen a year from now. 
Speak it into existence. It's you obviously to- <laughs> believe in manifestation. It's going to happen. And it's so true because that happens to me all the time. As soon as I say something a the year tongue, from now, I'm ta- just like, the tongue, whoa. The tongue is powerful. Yeah. I realize it's very important for us to speak out the things that we want. Yep. Oh, and money. Money's coming my way too. Abundance, please. In abundance. A lot of know? abundance. Yes, yes, I spoke yes. about the show actually about two years ago. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to have a podcast show that's going to interview incredible celebrities specifically about and South Hub because it's now. never happened and look where we are today. Yeah. You know? And it's been such an incredible ride. So manifestation for me is huge. And yeah. I so like I so believe in the power of the tongue. And if you're self-aware and you know what actually is coming out of your mouth at yeah. the same time, you'll be able to speak things yeah. into your life. Yeah. Have you always done that? Um, I think um for me, I think I've I've been learning I've been learning that. I think like having come out of hospital mm. um and finding like different ways to just calm the mind, calm the soul. It's just like, oh, you're gonna do some yoga and meditation, and then in that comes a lot of you you a lot of learning about self and you realize oh there's manifestation there's praying there's that and then you know i've i've never been i've never been that kind of person i think it's only now where it's just like oh okay there's something called manifestation mm-hmm. oh, you know and yeah tell and us about your faith nomvelo my faith mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so i grew up christian <laughs> i grew up christian i come from a christian home uh is religion important to you at this point is religion life? important to me huh <laughs> my mom listening to this with yeah, hey, my child eh? <laughs> um is religion important to me i feel like religion no it's not religion religion is important yes uh it's just then christianity that then boxes people uh yes yes it's exactly what i wanted to say yeah, yeah. so i yeah I'm, i'm very yes i am very religious uh i believe in god i believe in my ancestors i believe in the universe um yeah it's i, I don't know so much about being a christian mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm more spiritual more than i am uh, yeah. a christian yeah but and there's nothing wrong with that and hey? the, oh, absolutely and okay. as i'm growing up i'm I'm learning that you know yeah. i'm learning that oh there's different types of you know yeah. and because they preach that in church all the time yeah. you can connect to god whenever exactly. you want you to so why do god i have to be at church anyhow. every sunday exactly i could literally be at home and praise god and that's still okay you yes. know i because your relationship is yours my relationship with god is my relationship so yeah i'm more spiritual than i am religious uh yeah and how much. has your faith seen you through in the past couple um, of years because i did ask you about yeah your yeah, faith. yeah yeah um you know a lot of the times like you go through things and you realize how tough it is mm. but for me in a as much as I, i i will be going through certain things i know god's got me like yeah. one thing one thing i never fail and i always tell people good go shubile right now but i know god's got my back because mm-hmm. god has always seen me through mm-hmm. every single time i could be literally in a dark hole right now and i'm like i do not know how i'm going to come out but i know god's got my back yeah. because he's always got in my back because sometimes you actually cannot see further like past your nose actually yeah. that's how dark it actually gets yeah. and you have to have some sort of belief that yeah. god's got your back god's always got your back and there's always a bright side there of course. always is a bright always, side always always and the circle always. around you in velo like Ooh. you've cultivated a lot Ooh. of beautiful Ooh. people around I've you got, i've got the most beautiful people around me i've got incredible incredible friends that mm. have become family uh Yo, the list is endless. Nozugo, Kanisile, Zukiswa, Smiso, Dali, um, George, Michali, Jabu, Zuzile. They know, like, for, for any for anyone that I'm missing, Bongega, Olami, yeah. anyone that I'm missing right now. But you guys know, like, I've got I've got such an incredible group of people around me. We are so 
uh, we're so connected like mm. in every form like everything is aligned like we we believe in god we can pray together when things are tough we pray when things are great we pray when mm. things are however yep. we pray like i've got an incredible incredible um circle of friends i i don't want to lie it's yeah some it's blessed it's really important to have yeah, those people I'm around very, you very what is the one thing that your followers don't know about you one <laughs> one, one thing one thing my followers don't know about me I'm actually very quiet into myself. Really? Yeah. You seem like an extrovert. I think I'm extra uh, like an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert. Got you. Yes. Homebody but when has to be out, out has to be, to be out. out. But when I'm out also I get a lot of social anxiety. Really? Yeah, like it's like oh, I don't want to be out. <laughs> Why are we here? I go home. Who's, who's going to be there where I'm going? Is there anyone that I know? Um, oh. you know like <laughs> I don't I don't like being out like I prefer obviously I'll be out because you know work required like right now I have to be out yeah. <laughs> I needed to leave the house yeah uh, but it's just like if, if if I don't have to be out I would rather just not be out I feel you yeah I feel you yeah but I'm very I'm very to myself I'm yeah I'm very You're a homebody yeah I'm a very I'm a homebody that's like, why you keep your circle small and your faith yeah. is super strong and you know that's what you've built over the years it's I mean it's so incredible to have you in studio mm. today we're about to wrap up and I can tell you like Everything that you put out there and everything that you have been saying has manifested into your life and watching your journey has been remarkable, dude. Thank you so Absolutely much. Absolutely freaking remarkable. <laughs> I have goosebumps underneath this <laughs> jacket, know, right? you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being on the <laughs> show you, and thank you so thank much you for, for being so vulnerable me. and thank fragile you. with all of your followers. I'm sure thank they you. Appreciate, appreciate you it. so much. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, don't forget, leave the moments that inspire you. Whatever Numvelo said in this episode today, please, I want to hear, like, because you guys engage in the comments a lot and you always tell us <laughs> you're from 11.38 to 12.37. That is the moment. So please let me know exactly what inspired you and we're so excited and so happy that you guys are still on this journey with us. We have a couple of more episodes coming out. I'm telling you, this one is for the books and we've been trying to do this for the longest for time. The longest hey? of time, of course. So leave a review. Don't forget you can stream the episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can watch the entire show on the YouTube channel. Thank you to the entire Switch On team. We love you so much. And you can follow Numvelo on all of our social media platforms that at underscore Numvelo Makanya. We will put all of our socials in the links <laughs> down below. Thanks for listening. And thanks for watching.